This message comes from NPR sponsor Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine and More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. Stocks opened lower this morning as the Labor Department reported slightly higher than expected inflation in December. NPR's Scott Horsley reports the Dow Jones Industrial Average slipped about 110 points in early trading. Annual inflation in December was 3.4 percent, up slightly from November's 3.1 percent rate. Rising rents accounted for more than half the monthly increase in the cost of living. Rents have begun leveling off around the country, but that takes time to show up in the official government data. Stripping out volatile food and energy prices, so-called core inflation was 3.9 percent last month. That's down from November, but only slightly. In general, goods prices have been flat or down in recent months, but inflation in services has proved to be more stubborn. That suggests the Federal Reserve will be in no hurry to start cutting interest rates this year. The Fed has signaled that it's probably done raising rates for now. Scott Horsley, NPR News, Washington. There's about a week and a half left before the federal government faces a partial shutdown. Congress needs to agree on spending bills to avert this. Compromise will be tough. Hard-right Republicans in the House oppose a funding deal, saying it doesn't cut enough spending. Virginia Democratic Senator Tim Kaine says there's a greater chance in the Senate for bipartisan compromise. What you'll likely see in the Senate is we're going to start moving today on the, the first chunk of the budget, and then we're likely to take up very quickly this supplemental package, which includes the, the tough you know, uh, Ukraine, Israel, Gaza humanitarian aid, and the border security provisions. He spoke to NPR's Morning Edition. The U.N.'s International Court of Justice has opened a case today in The Hague, The case alleges Israel is committing genocide against Palestinians. South Africa is bringing the case and gave opening statements today. Israeli officials reject the charge as baseless and will present their response tomorrow. Hamas militants say that the Israeli hostages they hold will, quote, not be returned alive unless Israel agrees to a complete ceasefire in Gaza. NPR's Jane Araf has more from Beirut. A Hamas spokesman, Osama Hamdan, said the first condition for the release of hostages it took on October 7th in its attack on Israel would be a comprehensive ceasefire in Gaza. Hamdan told reporters in Beirut Wednesday night that unless Israel agreed to that ceasefire in the three-month-long war, quote, the enemy's prisoners held by the resistance will not return alive to their families. The war has so far killed 23,000 Palestinians, according to Gaza health officials. Israel says the Hamas attack in October killed 1,200 people. Hamas released more than 100 hostages in November in exchange for Palestinian prisoners, but still holds about 100 more. Jane Araf, NPR News, Beirut. On Wall Street, the Dow Jones Industrials are down 100 points. The Nasdaq is down 6. This is NPR. A team of scientists in the Netherlands has found new evidence for why some people with long COVID have trouble exercising. The study shows problems in the muscles could explain the extreme exhaustion that affects some of these patients. NPR's Will Stone has more. It's one of the hallmarks of long COVID, called post-exertional malaise. Symptoms include extreme exhaustion, muscle pain, and brain fog that can last days to weeks after exercise. By taking muscle biopsies from these patients after exercise, researchers were able to pinpoint widespread abnormalities in the muscle tissue, including dysfunction of the mitochondria. These are the power plants of cells. 
Braden Charlton is at Vrij University in Amsterdam and one of the study authors. This is a very real disease, and we see this at basically every parameter that we measure. He says the findings underscore that at least some long COVID patients need to take caution around exercise. Will Stone, NPR News. Former President Donald Trump has arrived in a New York courtroom this morning. Closing arguments are set for his fraud trial. A New York judge has determined Trump and associates submitted fake values for some real estate properties. The trial is to determine how much they should pay in penalties. President Biden's son, Hunter, will be arraigned today in Los Angeles. He faces federal tax fraud charges. The younger Biden is accused of failing to pay more than a million dollars in tax. He's expected to file a plea. Separately, on Capitol Hill, two House panels are taking steps to bring contempt of Congress charges against Hunter Biden. Republicans want to question him privately as part of their impeachment inquiry into President Biden. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News.